0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. My question this afternoon as we head into this fall session of The Ledge, what do you want to see from the government? What do you want to hear from them as we try to get uh, Alberta's economy rolling once again? Lauren says, I would be really happy if I just heard the truth the whole truth nothing but the truth and gamer Bryan this afternoon saying hey if i was in a negotiating team going in to negotiate with the government over contracts of union workers i wouldn't believe a word they said they've proven in the past that regardless that regardless of what they say what they do they are willing to cancel it in a heartbreak when it suits them i would only agree to a contract with the government if there was a no cancellation clause in there 780 let's dig a little deeper into this one this This afternoon with Dr. Dwayne Bratt, of course, a professor of political science at Mount Royal University, watches all of these things very closely. Dwayne, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. So, you know what, when when we get into this, we know the economy, uh, COVID is going to take front and center on the economy front. What does the government have to do to try to get some uh, belief, some support from folks that uh, they're actually doing something and that they have a plan (laughs)
1: That's a very good question. Uh, I, I do think that they've telegraphed some of what their economic strategy is. There have been announcements around uh diversification within the energy sector around hydrogen for example uh and geothermal and uh, petrochemicals so i think we're going to start to see some of that in legislation uh yesterday's announcement about a three-year property tax Mm -hmm. holiday for oil and gas companies in rural alberta i think it's also part of that uh strategy so it appears to be hoping that the price of oil comes back uh and <laughs> taking steps to diversify the economy but only within the energy sector itself
0: and and yeah. will that work dwayne uh,
1: the government's banking on it uh i think there are opportunities here um in these areas uh, but i i really don't know um if, if any of this is, is going to work uh, because the government has been putting money um, you know m- most notably the uh, the investment into the Keystone pipeline which is looking mm-hmm. more and more like that's in jeopardy with the election of, uh, of Joe Biden um, you know more money into the to the uh, war room to uh, I guess educate Canadians about how important the sector is it's yeah. It, it, it's the same strategy that they were doing pre-COVID. They're just doing more of it now.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Um, I, I think it's going to be fascinating to see what happens with the uh, with. Uh, I just mentioned this to Tom Vernon as
1: well, with with the teachers, with the doctors, with the nurses. Oh, I we think know. there's going to th- oh. there's going to be a lot on healthcare. Um, mm. And it's because of the announcement um, of the, the 11,000 outsourcing jobs. Yeah. Uh, as well as the uh, policy proposal that passed at the UCP yeah. convention around two-tier healthcare, as well as the uh, negotiations with the doctors and, and the nurses. So expect a lot of stuff around health care as well. And I think that is where the NDP opposition is going to be uh, the strongest.
0: I, You know, I, I see that we we might just be holding on to a tinderbox that is ready to explode. Uh, you know, we're hearing talk of possible, you know, strikes or work to rule, that sort of thing. Uh, we've heard, um, you know, Kenny has suggested that there's going to be new legislation taking a hard line against unions. I mean, I think things are, you know, you, you know what they say what, you know, crap's going to get real, and I suspect
1: that oh, it might absolutely. be in the very near future. And all you had to, to do was look at the UCP convention, mm. where they passed a number of anti-union policies. Um, they have been gearing up for a fight uh, with the with the public sector unions for a while. If you go back to the McKinnon report, mm. uh, which was released about a year, just over a year ago, a year? Pre, pre-COVID, it talked about not just that we, you know, that that Alberta spends more per capita on health and education, uh, but really developing a strategy for fighting the the unions. Um, and I think the union movement is is preparing for that as well. I think one of the reasons for the outsourcing uh, of jobs from AHS was not about the economic efficiencies, but it was about removing union jobs. Mm
0: we know that uh, this this government this province needs to generate uh, a stronger revenue stream something to to, to, to get us out of uh, out of the out of the red Um jason nixon saying that at this point still not talking about a sales tax uh you know certainly no sales talk sales tax legislation this sitting would you believe that it could possibly be on the budget for next year for 2021
1: i couldn't imagine that it would occur um without an election Um, okay there is growing discussion around that i mean quite frankly i think the only way that we're going to crawl out of this fiscal hole is with a combination of increasing revenue and cutting spending. Okay. Um, it, you know, simply bringing in a, a sales tax, I think, is, is insufficient. Likewise, ignoring the revenue and just, you know, cutting deeper, uh, I don't think is going to work either. It's got to be a more balanced approach. Let's see if that's the, the view that the government takes.
0: Before I let you go, uh, we know that Jason Kenney has been going head to head with Ottawa over the past number of months over uh, fiscal stabilization. We, you know, there's a lot of Albertans that certainly love it when uh, when when Alberta, uh, you know, wants to to to, to take a bite out of Ottawa. Where does that end up, uh, Dwayne? Will that just continue on this this battle? Are we going to see anything on that front?
1: Yeah, Kenny's got a good argument around the Fiscal Stabilization Fund, which is very different from equalization. And part of the problem with the fiscal stabilization is that they capped it back in the, the 1980s. And I think that that formula will change, but if they're going to expect a retroactive check in the terms of billions of dollars from Ottawa, I don't think that is going to happen. Quite frankly, uh, the government of, of Canada has been spending a lot of money uh, in this province. Um, and it, 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 right, not just in this province, but right across, the, uh, right across the country. And whether that's putting money into schools or dealing with Orphan Wells, uh, dealing with uh, the Serb. Um, yeah. there has been a lot of federal investment and none of that has really been acknowledged by the Kenny government
0: before i let you go have you been watching what's happening in ottawa today
1: absolute circus <laughs> you know and and i don't mean circus in a fun way i i mean it is we're in the middle of a pandemic mm. and the parties and i'm going to put most of the blame on the liberals here are playing a game of chicken Over a full election, over the name and formation of a committee. Really? That's, (laughs) it's absolutely ridiculous. And I hope someone comes to their senses soon.
0: Dwayne, always great to talk with you. Thank you for this. Okay. You're welcome, Jalen.